0: Congratulations Chai, you are in the rare position of overestimating Penny Arcade.
1: you're listening to Extra Credit. The internet isn't helping. The stakes in the ball pit tonight are Chai Tea Latte.
2: I had so much fun writing my first novel that I know I'm going to be doing it for the rest of my life.
1: (laughs) Frank West.
0: retreat with three of your childhood heroes. One, Spider-Man. Two, Batman. Three, Edgar Allan Poe.
1: (laughs) 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 Ironicus.
3: All political correctness is buried alongside the dead corpse in the family vegetable garden in this riotous book.
1: Hell yeah. Fuck you. Positive stress.
4: Instead of Mary and Joseph in Bethlehem, we have Michi and Joe in downtown Detroit. It's a musical.
5: Write less, but better.
3: (laughs) No! (laughs) Refuse on both counts.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. It's... it's good advice. And... shell game. I've spent the first 40 years of my life eating good food and drinking fine wines, ales, and spirits, and I fully intend to continue in the same vein over the next 40 or so years. However, when I do finally pop my clogs, I would like to be made into a pate, which would be served at my wake. Gross.
2: I almost read that, and I decided it was too gross. You're welcome.
1: The fuck is that one from? (laughs) That one's from TV Pilots Video Pitch, Accountants Can Cook by Ken Frost.
2: I scrolled past that. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, well, I didn't.
1: Did anyone
3: suggest that accountants can't cook?
1: Hello extra credit. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you all doing this fine evening?
2: I'm really tired.
1: I
0: am feeling creative and full of
4: Vim. Oh I'm feeling full of vigor. I'm full
2: of Emacs. (laughs) Terrible. Awful. I
1: hate this joke.
6: uh,
3: Nightmare and i'm fish. just full of shit so
1: <laughs> oh well hey finally somebody somebody brought up <laughs> brought up something relevant to the document <laughs> because tonight's document is a little it's a little document by uh dijon Dujour. jour it comes from a place called storypitches.com now you might think to yourself storypitches.com that must be where people pitch stories with the uh the idea that they will be picked up by some somebody to have it their story produced.
4: That's similar to what I was thinking.
1: I was thinking it was itches. Oh.
3: <laughs> somebody scratched my storypit.
1: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Ew. Is that where all that vim came from? Yeah, it's been leaking out. Ugh. <sighs> But, really, it's just kind of a place where people will post ideas, and I imagine that any anyone that happens to throw something even remotely interesting on there just gets their ideas stolen. I, apparently, Dijon says, they also have a, a YouTube channel where they, hopefully, they probably don't pay a voice actress to uh, read the pitches out loud. <laughs>
4: Oh, not to what? perform the the pitches as a story, but to read what? the pitch. <laughs>
2: what the fuck yes is the, the pitch itself not the script That's right. Oh my God. right Somebody else Oh yeah one, what am I saying? Yes yeah, somebody they would else have
4: to write does the story one for the
1: page of the uh, screenplay of a screenplay and that's that's it. that's the whole thing. Uh, and, but that's, <laughs> that's, incredible. that's the level of elevation that story pitches gives you. Now that's just Dijon's biased take. On this website.
6: Mm-hmm, Allow mm-hmm. me,
1: storypitches.com, to explain myself to you. Hi there, it's me. Oh, mm. hi. Hey, hey, submit your story logline and showcase it on this network, or submit to get your story made into a video pitch. Submit oh your God. logline and we'll make sure it gets seen, <laughs> it gets seen be thousands Mm. Over thousands
3: upon thousands
1: (laughs) One thousands Over one million plus combined Twitter and Facebook followers Whoa!
5: Which we acknowledge only a thousand people will see
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's pretty bad audience retention
1: Hey logline submission, submit your story and showcase it on this network Submit
2: your logline for free to this network Oh my Mm -hmm. god, I can send you an email?
1: That's right, free (laughs)
4: Wow, wow, free email. A
1: great way. What a to, website. A great way to increase your presence and get My your story. My pitch is for
3: COD email. I'm going to be rolling in cash.
1: <laughs> get your story out to the world. This network averages over 90,000 unique visitors a day. So Man, these numbers are all over the place. Somewhere between 1,000, <laughs> a million plus, and uh, 90,000 people will have some variety of (laughs) access to your idea
3: now okay the idea that you have a million subscribers or followers whatever but 90,000 hits in a day that's realistic Mm -hmm. what are the 90,000 people doing if only a thousand people actually see anything (laughs) (laughs) what are they actually visiting
2: no it's still It'll be seen by thousands. It's just mm-hmm. you know. Usually, when they say by thousands, they mean two thousand. Here, they mean ninety thousand. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. It's an undersell.
1: Well, well, you see, your logline will receive their own individual page, and linked from the various outlets on this network, where many producers and agents venture. Mm. He <laughs>
2: drank. Damn.
4: <laughs> am I am I just a dumbass for not knowing what logline means?
2: Is uh, that yeah, right. it's a movie's term. The logline is like the one sentence description of the oh, okay. thing, and it's okay. called a logline because it used to have to fit on the spine of the script.
1: Right, we ran into it a lot in the R slash uh, screenwriting episode too. Okay, which is funny because they were submitting it to Reddit, so I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know well,
2: why. It's still a
4: term of art. On Reddit, they call yeah. it a TLDR.
1: <laughs> uh, we will also promote your logline on our social network in title case.
0: thats They have a different blog called Social Network, which doesn't get right. to
1: <laughs> And make sure hundreds of people see it right away when it's up.
2: 900 hundreds.
1: 900 hundreds by 90,000 people with a... Million followers. <laughs> so many numbers. I'm overwhelmed.
5: <laughs> if we say all the but different numbers, they're all numbers, really they
1: <laughs> In the body of the email, please add your logline information. The first logline is free. Uh, <clears>
4: okay. Wait. What if
1: okay. I have two? <laughs>
0: What if I've got
1: more than one idea? We'll discuss that later. If you like to submit more than one logline, email us, and we'll come up with a fair arrangement. (laughs) No, you (laughs) won't.
2: Question, what's stopping me from being two people, like two fake names, and sending you one logline each?
4: Well, when they make the movie...
6: Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. that won't you look won't you look
2: silly? Right, when when they have to accept the award for one and then go back up on stage for
1: the next one with like a mustache on. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be the classic uh, sitcom situation where you're running in two movies at once and you have to write for both of them. (laughs) It's gonna be so awkward, and then you can make a movie about that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, okay, let's go ahead and see. Uh, the, since we're already we're already imagining uh, acceptance speeches, why don't we see the caliber <laughs> of writing that takes place on this website?
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Now, are you suggesting we might be getting ahead of ourselves?
1: <laughs> no, not at all. Hi, Chai.
2: Okay. Back the fuck off. This is my story. Oh. It's called <laughs> Novel Feature Script Agent 00 Volume 1 by Ramona Lee Soojun.
6: Mm. Oh, okay. Hi.
2: Hi. Tid- oh, sorry, no, the title of story is just Agent 00, Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Logline. And remember, I said the logline is one short sentence.
6: That's
1: right. Mm-hmm.
2: Almost 2,000 years ago, during the Dragon Dynasty, an unstoppable ancient curse fell over the beautiful princess Feiyan. Her mm-hmm. soul okay. risks to line. remain oh, trapped for time for decades. I, I hundreds, only had, just really I had small, five minutes. Like, okay, Sorry, should I retake that? I'm rushing ahead. Let's no. start again. Us talking yeah, over fine. you makes it funny. It
1: was a, that was an intentional... Child, that was an intentional goof up to... Oh,
2: I'm sorry. You, you, thought...
1: you are just supposed to talk right over us because it's yes. an impossibly long, goggling, And that's the joke.
2: Okay, let's Yay, do it again. It. And let's do the joke. Sorry.
1: <laughs> this time I'll make a
2: joke. I've had a lot of meetings today. I'm Sorry. <laughs> it's fine, it's great
6: Keep reading
2: Almost <laughs> 2,000 years ago During the Dragon Dynasty An unstoppable ancient curse Fell over the beautiful Princess Feiyan Her soul risks to remain trapped In time for decades Hundreds or even thousands of years But hmm. young General Lai Ji Vows to protect her with the price of his life Along with Ju <laughs> And the now left on hand, the, hand, the right price punch,
3: is life <laughs> I
4: like that they did They did the same thing as the website Decades or hundreds of Thousands maybe
2: (laughs) even It's a lot of
4: decades
2: Along with Ju The left handed with the right punch And Liu (laughs) a young girl thief They travel together a long way To the empire frontier In Hong Kong The Uh log line continues In Hong Kong 2015 (laughs) Agents Eddie, Leo and Faye Discover the secrets of the triads the police chief Uh who took the blame for losing the first group of agents in the past then decided to start the mission again after 20 years Uh (laughs) the two
3: of those aforementioned decades
2: (laughs) okay Okay, I'm
1: getting off
3: the elevator now
1: as As far as the secret of triads go I mean they come in threes they call this one a broken
2: elevator pitch (laughs) 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 an elevator pitch
4: where you get in and push all the buttons
2: (laughs) But then you block the door with your body. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um he's counting on the good skills of his young agent Eddie. The young pickpocket Lee Lee joins the team, becoming a skillful agent. Following uh, uh, KB who the fuck is K following KB's trail, Eddie meets Tiger hey. in the secret basements of the mobster's building, risking uh, oh. to repeat the tragedy that happened twenty years ago. Wait to the mission that was unmasked by KB. Who is KB? There's what no one missing.
4: Oh. Who is Agent Double O?
2: What was the tragedy? Well, Double O is like 007, but this is allowed at the time of Jesus <laughs> in a Chinese dynasty that didn't exist. Okay. Well, um, my logline continues: the two parallel worlds start to overlap when the potion of time comes back to life. By the oh. way, the parallel worlds.
3: I was so sad when they killed the potion.
6: (laughs) Potion of time, no!
2: The agents discover the possibility of a reincarnation, but without caring too much about this guy. (laughs) Do you know what this
3: means? Yes, and I don't care.
0: Just a as dispassionate as fuck, exposition bro. scene.
3: Man,
4: I'm really not interested. I'm still really broken up about the Potion of Time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> While Eddie risks to disappear without a trace in the world of triads, the princess again takes hold of the young general's hand, who wandered thousands of years waiting for her. What? Genre martial arts action comedy drama. Eddie uh-huh. uh, Eddie's the... Is Laiji... No, and no, no, said, no, 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 That was 2,000 years earlier.
3: And you said this is supposed to fit on the spine of the script, right?
6: Yes. The world's tallest script. No, you, you guys, come on. That's the,
1: that's the archaic definition. Like, obviously, <laughs> we've moved on. We're in the d- digital information era, age, right. <laughs> decade, millennia. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more
0: like
2: a log cover page. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Also, it does seem like... like the completed script of this story might be long enough to have this on the spine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the
4: part where this turned out to be a comedy. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, please, the genre and the title. Oh, yeah, and it's a novel and feature screenplay. It's both.
4: More lore yeah. in my comedies, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh Man, you think someone's going to pick that one up?
2: Yes. Mostly
6: to I move think, it off um,
1: their desk. I that
2: Netflix yes. has a kill option on it they're scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
4: mean think. anywhere between 10 and 1 million people have seen it.
5: Now. <laughs> I mean this is only volume <laughs> 1. Imagine where this franchise could go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Especially once we give it the extra credit bump.
0: I'm not even yeah, sure where right. it is. <laughs> it's in Hong Kong, 2015.
1: Uh, and the past. Uh-huh.
2: And the parallel world, which is the past, which is a parallel world, yes. right?
1: Where Lulu is in one and Lili yeah, is in the shit, other. The That's par- the fun yeah, holy shit! The parallel world
2: is the past.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: In a world where Lili is Lulu, anything can
6: happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a girl, thief. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, stress. Since you're so optimistic, why uh-huh. don't you give oh. us your uh, why don't you give us your pitch?
4: Yeah, sure. Uh, this is LA Festival feature script "Butterflies, Feather Passerby" by Narges.
2: You know, people say a lot of shit about that game, but I thought it was really innovative at the time.
0: <laughs> hey, the difference. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt this, but "Ancient Zero Zero is a published book.
2: What? Well, oh,
1: self-published, though, right? Yeah, this, yeah. this is uh, uh, Ramona Lee Soojin's trying to get it optioned for a movie. Oh! Mm-hmm. He wants to adapt it to a screenplay. I,
4: you know, actually, Do you think I the title might be a because... bit of a roadblock to that?
2: <laughs> no! <laughs> when I was, this is maybe off-topic, but when I was working as an audiobooks narrator, um, I made about $10,000 recording book trailers for people who thought their books would become movies. And I knew none of them ever would.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Great times.
4: And you did it all through storypitches.com. <laughs> the difference between mistake and sin, loving or for wanting for yourself, is an adventure that we unintentionally engage in and we heard a person who <laughs> loved more. Uh. <laughs> this is the property of all creatures in the world and no one is exceptions? <laughs> Whoa! Are you following?
1: Yes! I, I, I mean, I, I didn't think that I was, but no one is exceptions, so I must be.
4: Mm-hmm. The story depicts a boy who lost his family in childhood, and then loses his eyes. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> then, he unwittingly in a world beyond the land where time is unknown, captures by an unknown creature called Angel of Dreams, and...
1: That's where I left the room.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, hey, what about, all right, but
1: let's get, what about your writer biography? What, what's a little bit more about you? Nargis.
2: Oh, well. I have some constructive critique. What if he loses his eyes and then loses his family?
1: (laughs)
4: Hmm. Well, how would he know he lost his family? What if he gains the (laughs)
3: end of of that last sentence?
1: I'm not gonna, (laughs) oh no. I'm not going to lie, when it, see, and then loses his eyes part made me uh, immediately think of the scary door story where it's time enough at last, but he loses his, his glasses, uh-huh. and he's like, actually, I can see pretty well. And then he loses his eyes, and he's like, well, good thing there's Braille books, and then he loses everything.
2: <laughs> or like Slumdog Millionaire, where a guy becomes blind because he's burned with acid or whatever. A girl. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. yeah actually, you're right. It is more like that. <laughs> I
4: don't know how you know what this is like at all.
2: Because <laughs> I've also been burned in the eyes with acid. Uh,
1: Because we're all familiar with Nargis.
4: Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you understand storytelling, you understand Butterfly's Feather Passerby.
5: Yeah, that's right. I can go uh... twice
2: as high.
5: All right. I'm going to tell hey, my, my pitch. Ooh, ooh, my yeah, do it. All right. This is The Druid, The Sword and the Raven. 1000, The Sword and the Stone Series, Episode 1. Written 1, by. <laughs> so I've made a mistake. Written by Guido Maria Giordano.
6: Oh, I've Been
5: Thank Italian the recup- whole time.
6: Oh, but <laughs>
2: recup- where have you been?
5: It's a, this is a feature of the film. <laughs> it is. It is action. It is adventure. It is family fantasy and history.
4: Wow, <laughs> this is a historical movie. film.
5: Yeah. The story of the genuine sword in the stone sits in Italy See? between the year <laughs> 1000 and the year 1180. That's really long.
0: <laughs> That's a long are you, movie. Are you gonna have like a an entirely new cast halfway through? Or? No, 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 gonna... no, no,
2: no. I'm just gonna turn 180 degrees around out of the theater.
1: Nice. <laughs> they, they, uh, it's gonna be very you know, They're, they're going to put, they're going to, uh. They're going to find a way to make it a two-hour thing in the theaters, but there'll be a Giordano cut later.
5: <laughs> oh, my God. It, this will be an adventurous and exciting journey through medieval Italy. Yay! What are it, the, some comps? The Chronicles of Narnia, Harry Potter, Wizard of Oz! And
1: to be clear, when you say comp, you mean this is comparable to those things, correct? Mm-hmm. Wow! It's so... it's... Comparable to so many successful
2: things, this must be really good. It's yeah, a, that is a, a family, thing that I've. It's a family-friendly story of medieval Italy, full of whores and lepers.
4: <laughs> yeah, definitely a thing that I've seen a lot of. A lot of like uh, aspiring writers do is be like, "This is my book is kind of like the Chronicles of Narnia
3: meets Harry Potter." <laughs> I thought <laughs> what Co- a meant good Wizard of Oz <laughs> could get in the theater for free.
2: <laughs> I, have, I have an original story, it's kind of like um, Game of Thrones means Harry Potter crossed with my savings account.
4: <gasps> that sounds amazing.
5: Synopsis. Jack, a teen visiting Tuscany to see the genuine sword in the stone, sucked oh, the, into a wormhole, tackles the, a journey uh, in the Middle Ages. Duh. The
1: genuine wormhole!
2: No, 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 a genuine sword, a regular wormhole.
6: Mm, okay. There's no fake, <laughs> fake wormhole.
5: The narrative begins with Elderly Alfurius sent to Bavaria by. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Sent to Bavaria by Giari Mario, Prince of Salerno. I it's think, like 12 vowels it. in a row.
4: <laughs> it's a me, Gaia Mario. <laughs>
5: Yeah. During a violent storm, Alferius meets an old Norwegian druid in exile. Yay! It tells how miraculously Saint he is sinking of a complete... this, this
1: podcast has taken a very interesting turn against the Italians in the last several
6: episodes.
5: So, sorry,
6: continue.
5: The druid gives him a magic sword coin and a raven. It is Santa I Claus! <laughs> I mean, just logistically, it's very
2: hard to hand all of those to another person at once.
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, you can actually keep the raven, I'm fine.
5: <laughs> Despite his best efforts, Alpharius never reaches Bavaria, because oh. in Pavia he's arrested what? as a traitor and jailed in a castle. But Pavia oh. is so far away from Bavaria! Uh,
1: wait, hold on. Jack is a teen visiting Tuscany and gets sent back to the Middle Ages, but our narrative begins. Oh yeah, with yeah, yeah. Start yeah. Other start in media yeah. res. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's good. I'm
3: sure it'll make sense in a minute.
1: Sure, you're right.
3: There's 180 years for this to unfold. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and we get to watch all of it. <laughs> nearly ten years, when he finally manages to find the old Codex Omnia Tennis. Oh. He decides to start back. The second half of the film... <laughs>
6: okay.
4: Wait, so that was half <laughs> that was the movie? Half of yeah. The half this the movie was that set up? Zach is
2: not in the first half of the movie. Nothing's happened.
6: Um, <laughs> this is the Snyder Cut. No, it's um, a road um...
2: movie. It's all about like the shots and the... <laughs>
5: The second half of the film is set at the Amalfi Coast, in a tavern. Four drunks gamble and tell what happened during the last hundred and fifty years. The
1: second half is yeah! exposition. <laughs> what? <laughs>
4: Does the logline usually include describing exposition happening? <laughs> no, we're,
1: no. We're, we're we're well into the subnot We're in the. Oh subna- yeah, subna- excuse me, I'm sorry. This actually.
6: <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're right. Correcting. That's that's my
4: bad.
5: From the secret journey of Eleanor of Aquitaine. To birth of Templars. Jack, you remember Jack?
6: Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've well, well I don't remember him. So we
2: haven't met
5: him yet, but...
4: Yeah, what's Jack up to?
5: Jack's now living Galgano's life.
4: Oh, oh Galgano! Oh! oh, of course. Say no uh-huh. more.
5: Is able to swing again his legendary sword. What? One day, he becomes saint again. as he puts the sword in the stone. He oh. wanted the, the to genuine find the sword, sword in the. In
2: the yeah. And what? he did. This oh. reminds me of like the twenty-fifth Wizard of Oz book.
6: Well, <laughs> so, there you go. He
1: see you see he had to visit the genuine sword in the stone, so that way he could go back in time and put down and put. The genuine sword in the stone into so, the Jack,
3: so Jack is a modern day teen Not a year 1180
6: so Oh yeah
1: yeah yeah Jack is born in like 2000 yeah except he's all uh, uh, Except for now he's Galgano Yeah Do he's we know 250
6: that? years old But he
1: was born in 2003 What if
0: Jack is a teen from like the 1800s Like we don't know
4: They didn't have teenagers in the 1800s
5: but
1: that's, Yeah nobody visited Tuscany then <laughs> Yeah definitely not to see
5: relics no, the story is <laughs> astounding You bookend it with Jack, but Jack's nowhere in the rest of it. Right.
0: <laughs> no, and, it really sounds Jack like the even,
2: he's not even in the parts he's in. The no. wormhole is the star of his first sentence, and Galgano <laughs> is the star of the last. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I think that this person maybe was like, oh, how cool would it be if it's like, oh, the sword and the stone, but it turns out he was the one, and then he just built all this lore on top of it.
6: It's like a kid <laughs> Until King
4: that was completely Except irrelevant. it's
1: real in Italy and not England, you idiots!
4: In fact, forget the sword and the stone. Who cares about that shit? <laughs> it's going to be you so know, sick when
0: there's 40 minutes of four drunks sitting around in a bar talking about <laughs> history, though. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the second yeah, half of the movie. That's, that's,
2: that's... Let's definitely go to the stunningly beautiful Amalfi Coast, and then go inside a bar and look at some drunks. Yeah.
4: Well, the, the tavern I mean, is
3: beautiful.
1: Don't, I mean, go, don't go judging the way I spend my vacation. It's a riot <laughs>
3: compared to the first half of the movie, which is ten years of a dude sitting in a cell.
4: I like that we've just decided this movie is in real time. <laughs>
6: no but the 10 years has to land stress it's got to be meaningful. all right all right
4: that's why you you do a shot of all the pages coming off a calendar i'm
1: sick of this i'm (laughs) I'm sick of this this speculative history fantasy family friendly bullshit i want some fun (laughs) shit i want an action thriller Ironicus, do you have something that i can watch without me that can that i can like tell my stupid kids to leave the room for (laughs) all
3: right the title is Cold Blood. It is written by Daniel Stevenson. Type, Ooh.
1: feature film!
2: Oh! Yes, I love those!
3: Genre, action thriller. A group of friends on a weekend trip to Las Vegas find themselves caught up in a long-standing feud between Native Americans and gangsters.
1: Um... <laughs> um...
3: After their helicopter is shot down in the
1: Arizona um,
6: desert.
4: <laughs> Daniel Stevenson, I'm sorry, this is just a Far Cry game. <laughs> during a
3: tour no, of the Grand like, this Canyon.
2: Is, this is literally Zack Snyder's next
1: movie, which is coming Wait, out month. But why'd you go to Las Vegas and then just go to
2: the Grand Canyon?
3: Because they did it in Vegas Vacation.
2: Oh. Okay. You know, you, you don't... T- you. you Anything can fucking happen, man. You just the drinks keep falling. <laughs> all right, all right.
1: I mean, I, that's your logline, but I, you know, I, all right, I'm, I'm interested. Give me a little, give me a little bit more, Ironicus. I'm sorry, Daniel Stevenson. Synopsis:
3: Four friends take a weekend trip to Las Vegas. On arrival, oh, they god. explore the Strip and Old Town. Oh shit! En- enjoying the various hotels and
6: attractions.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what I'm if thrilled. I- what if they eat at the tourist trap instead of the genuinely good place? Oh, no! <laughs> Just kidding, there's no genuinely good Then they deserve place. whatever I happens
2: to them. Yeah, no, Las Vegas is a crime against God. It shouldn't exist.
3: Special cameo from Celine Dion.
6: <laughs> they
3: encounter a number of strange and potentially dangerous characters, but the trip Yeah, begins Native well.
1: Americans and gangsters.
3: The group decide to take the traditional helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon.
2: Is that, that tradition? traditional? I thought people hiked it.
3: But the trip takes a dramatic <laughs> turn when their helicopter is shot at and oh. has to make a crash landing in the Arizona desert.
1: I mean, it was shot at, it wasn't
2: shot. Suppressing right. fire forced down the helicopter. No, the, pa- the, pa- the pilot really <laughs> fucking freaked out. He had a panic attack and he fucking just banked it right into a cliff.
3: The pilot and one of the group are killed instantly, with the others badly hurt. Oh, no! Two Native Americans come to the aid of the group and take Uh the survivors back to a nearby, under construction, roadside casino. Fuck you! Uh, um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Where they were working at the time of the crash. What What do you mean they're construction workers? Okay, but how does it end? However, the group begin the suspect the natives of shooting down the helicopter and plot to take the the end. That's Damn. That's, what?
2: They well, plot to what? take. Me wanting more?
3: Like a period or an object <laughs> of the sentence? All right, wow. gang. We're going to have to take <laughs> and then, like, intermission, and there's a dancing hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just Let's cuts to Daniel the Stevenson,
6: theater. like, frantically trying to write Let's the rest all of the movie. The theater.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh. The uh. uh, movie it says
2: they encounter a number of strange and potentially dangerous characters.
1: Yeah, Native Americans. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Mm.
4: And then their potential is quashed when they die in the helicopter crash. Mm -hmm.
1: What a
6: movie.
0: (laughs) Chai, I know you don't come to America often. You can just describe walking in most cities as that. Like Mm -hmm. any part of any city.
2: (laughs) I did think that walking was illegal in America.
0: Mm -hmm. Mostly. We've done
1: our best. Uh, Hey, stress. Uh Uh-huh. Looks like you are also going to get in on this thriller crime yeah. action. Yeah. You want me to keep deal.
4: this adrenaline train a rolling? Oh,
1: yeah, please, please. Well, don't let me drop.
4: Let me tell you about
1: A Girl with a Mastermind
4: by Priya Mystery.
1: Hmm, okay.
4: This is a feature film, thriller yeah. crime action. Here's the log line, okay? The log line is half the length of the synopsis, but that's fine.
1: Perfect. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for.
4: A bomb supplier must bring out secret of special bombs and also Ooh. prove herself in order to elicit genuine intention of her illegal business among the nation. Mm-hmm. No matter how many legal obstacles she faces. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: legal obstacles! So this is this is actually a very common logline thing. Um, is to just use lots of commas and pretend that it's all one sentence.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a license for those secret bombs?
2: <laughs>
3: Executive I'll producer John Grisham.
6: I'm tired of all this red
0: tape hampering our nation's illegal bomb makers.
4: <laughs> well, they're special bombs. This
2: let me, lockdown let me tell is you more. hurting my bomb factory. Yeah, <laughs> let me yeah. tell you more. <laughs> I want to hear about it.
4: Okay. The story is about a bomb supplier, Juno, and her huh. team, who runs an illegal business and deals with gangsters.
6: And you put
4: as per the nature of the business, she faces many legal <laughs> obstacles to carry on her missions. If you,
3: you make special bombs you, illegal, only I, criminals will have special bombs. Are you, are you trying to phrase this
6: story in a way that can't be used against you as evidence in
4: court? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you're thinking. This story needs Green more weather, of a human element. Ooh, so yeah. let me? So let me bring us back down to Earth, okay? These missions are all about humanity.
6: Oh, so
1: I'm into it just now.
4: saying so they're not although, special donkey killing bombs. Although she carries an illegal business, mm. she has genuine intention behind this business.
2: oh my she, God I didn't, you're telling me she like cares about her work
5: she's passionate about her, right? bombs
6: God, she has I love an what I do for
2: these bombs I, look I I work in crime and I make bombs, but to me it's just a
6: paycheck.
1: look the, the law. <laughs> The law never intended to stop people who had intention with bombs from doing their business, <laughs> but we just don't know how to circumvent it now. That is what that memo said.
4: Well, here's here's the rest of the plot, okay? Wink. She must prove herself among the nation and police oh. <laughs> by bringing out the secret of special bombs, which <gasps> is an interesting twist of the story. The oh! End.
1: Okay. Wait they a explode in love. These <laughs>
3: bombs came from Tuscany in the year 1050.
6: Oh shit! <laughs> These
3: bombs are made of meat. <laughs> uh.
1: Hey, Frank. That's me. Uh, I would like to, so. Um, I would like to hear you interview yourself. Yep. In this uh, feature, <clears throat> this feature film video pitch, Blackbird. George Sweet.
0: Just to set the scene on this one, the top of this page has a 30-second YouTube video that is a text-to-speech of part of this page. Mm-hmm. Great. Wild. That's uh, accessibility.
3: <laughs> that's what that is.
0: Get to know the writer. Get to okay. know the writer.
6: Okay, God damn oh, it! Get to <laughs> Fine! <laughs> Take
1: out your give me a second, myself? God! Alright, fine. Uh... uh... <laughs>
4: well i know he's really pushy
1: talented hack who is pushy and dot 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 how's that that works thank you
0: thank you for putting that one in yeah you're
1: okay you're welcome anyways
0: now that you know me george sweet i would like to tell you about my my story blackbird Uh uh-huh what is your story about the story is wrought on the grounds of a devilish murder plan involving hate and revenge and a family fortune twists abound through the narrative the denouement being revealed in one flash of action
2: that's not what a denouement is
0: well this one is
1: yeah that's one of the twists (laughs) this ain't ain't
0: your granddaddy's denouement And it's, and it's clever enough to elude most all educated viewers.
6: Oh,
4: well, wow! That you, sounds like a great say, movie.
1: If you do say so yourself.
4: Nothing I love more than a movie trying to prove how much smarter it is than me. The middle
3: school dropouts, though, they guess it every goddamn time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we shouldn't fund public schooling. <laughs>
2: Look, all I'm saying is if you gave me the chance between executing Gaspar Noé for crimes against the film viewing public and not doing that.
0: Scenes of sex and violence are used in the appropriate context to the plot. I swear. <laughs> 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 and characters' aims are not added in gratuitously.
2: Oh, that's love- great.
0: I love trying to let sell to-
4: your movie to potential fucking production companies <laughs> by being like, now let me just tell you, right off the top, most people who watch this aren't going to understand or like it.
1: But I swear <laughs> but will that the sex in at there one point, is and and it's there be for a reason.
3: <laughs> I'm sick of all these movies where people want too many things in them. Give, give me that George Sweet kid. He knows what's what. <laughs> I got to know him really well.
0: So, you know, you're supposed to answer the five W's, you know, who, what, when, where, why. So now we've moved on to why should people know this story? Uh, uh
6: (laughs) People
0: should know the, sorry, people should know this story because I believe it to be a good gripping entertainment.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that why? (laughs)
3: This is this going to end with, and that's what I wrote on my summer vacation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I recommend
3: Blackbird to anyone who enjoys
0: thrillers. Good, gripping
1: entertainment, which will elude most all-educated viewers.
0: Okay. Well, now I'm the interviewer again. This story has a lot going for it. <laughs> and is huge! Frank,
2: do you want someone else to be the interviewer? Uh, no, I think no. it's me. It's definitely okay. me. <laughs> I
0: don't. I mean, that's a nice offer, Chai, but I don't think George Sweet had anyone else to be the interviewer. So.
6: <laughs> I work alone.
0: The story has a lot going for it. How would you describe the story in two words? <laughs> story in two words: extreme terror. Oh. Good movie. <laughs> I guess it's scary now. Necessary sex and, violence, sex and it's scary. <laughs>
1: And confusing. (laughs) What Just like
3: sex (laughs) and violence. (laughs)
0: Sex and (laughs) violence is confusing to me. What movie have you
4: seen the most in your life?
2: What a stupid (laughs) fucking question. Common
4: interview question.
6: (laughs) Is this a dating Uh, profile?
4: Jeez, I guess probably Rugrats in Paris.
0: (laughs) 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 Most movies, most movies seen... Too long oh, a list.
6: You've seen, oh, wow, you've seen most,
0: seen most movies. I've seen okay.
1: most
4: of them the most.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen most movies,
0: but I'll give you a list. Too long a list to include the full works, but a selection of my top favorites would be It Happened One Night. <laughs> <laughs> the Maltese Falcon. Murder My <laughs> Sweet. Singing in the Rain. Loser. <laughs> i
2: loser. Mean, I'm so. Look, I know the classics. I'm smart. I'm cool. That Rear terror window. movie, The Maltese Falcon. <laughs>
0: Shane nice. Rafifi Crimes of Misdemeanours One threw over the c- one flew over the cuckoo. <laughs> one threw,
6: one over threw over the over,
0: over the cuckoo no, <laughs> one on the... Oh sorry, you're right, one flew over the cuckoo nest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no apostrophe ass, it's just
1: <laughs> one one flew over the cuckold nest. Pulp fiction. Well, yeah.
3: obviously.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay, you,
4: you wrote these questions. Like, just say, what, what are your favorite yeah. movies? I
0: love the idea like, that he oh, posed a question and he was just like, oh gosh, I don't know. Oh gee, I don't
4: know. I don't think I can really answer the question as written. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, on that note, Frank, please read the next question.
0: <laughs> what motivated you to write this story? Motivation? hard to define
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am a committed writer and can't add much more oh my god Writers gotta write, <laughs> just write fucking say gotta that <laughs> apart from writing what else are you passionate about other passions politics, history, psychology <laughs> fiction in general in particular, apart from fiction. writing <laughs> that's reading it's doesn't it's different
1: it's,
2: you know it's the exact general,
0: opposite actually
2: politics history psychology <laughs> you know fiction in general
0: <laughs> well just to wrap up Boy, this if interview, you think
2: about it history books really should be in the fiction section because oh,
1: they're oh shit nothing uh, ever happened shit man oh man oh my god the is gonna be after us now <laughs> well you just to wrap up that.
0: This interview I'm having with myself, are there any advice or tips you, by which I mean me, would like to pass on to other writers? <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I'd be qualified to offer advice. Oh, he's humble!
6: <laughs> Thanks for asking, though! you so
1: humble! What an amazing man! <laughs> what the fuck? When what you hire George Sweet, you
3: get two writers for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi, everybody. You get George Sweet and you get Sweet George.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm going to take us in a different direction. What if we had an animation. uh, An animation. Yeah, animation TV pilot?
2: Ooh. That would be fun. That would be good for children.
1: Coco and Friends Born to Play, Destined to Win by Clara West. All right. Uh, And uh, this one comes with art. So you can look at it while you listen to my pitch. Hold okay. Right Hi. Oh, Coco shit. Coco and his cousins. Yeah? What? What's wrong?
2: No, I just love the art. It's good. Oh, the only you. bugs
4: you'll want to hug.
2: I did it myself.
1: Thank you. Uh, Coco and his cousins are a 21st century family of precocious grade school bugs who confront bullying and the stigmas of uh-huh. being from, quote, the wrong side of the tracks what? while pursuing their dreams of becoming all-star basketball players. I love
4: that you specified the time period of when the bugs
3: lived.
1: <laughs> <It's> beca- <laughs> so they're from, this like, the, the most-
3: underside of the tracks? That's that's where their little burrows are?
1: <laughs> this, is, this is not just a blended family. It's a smart blender blended family.
4: <laughs>
1: this is an IoT bug family. Co- Coco is an acronym, not a name, for Keep On Keeping On. Duh. It's Arthur oh. Meets a Bugs Life me- with a semi Space Jam twist. Yeah, Steph Curry's
3: in it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> once, once the boy. like how you reference
2: cats- the new Space Jam. <laughs>
1: Once the boys hatch from their eggs, they are created by their grandfather coach, <laughs> who reveals to them their destinies to play basketball. <laughs> what a way Eager to be born. To get... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're playing basketball, kids.
0: That's right.
3: <laughs> Call me grandfather
6: coach.
1: I mean, they're bugs, so if they're going to get good, I need to get going. They don't live very long. <laughs> Eager to get started, the young bugs set out on a journey through the house, seeking other teams to play. Their adventure is riddled with amazement, danger, and excitement as they encounter spiders that want to eat them, ants who try to beat them, ladybugs that are rude, silverfish that think they are crude, and skateboarding flies that pellet them with breadcrumbs.
4: Wow. So only ants want to win
1: at basketball.
2: Shall can you s- yeah. say that as a rap?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> All because, according to the other house bugs. They live in the least desirable place in the house, under the water heater in the laundry room. There's
2: classism in...
1: Yeah, that's... No, fuck off. No, that's what we're... This is part of what we're teaching kids. We're
2: teaching kids about stigma... Class of stigma. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like when you live in the kitchen instead of in the bedroom. Get it, kids?
1: Discouraged, they return home.
2: Their grandfather...
1: (laughs) Helps them deal with their bruised feelings, tells them about their legacy, and reveals the survival skills they were born with. Yeah. They meet their aunt and basketball playing girl cousins. These young bugs are neither superheroes nor do they possess superpowers.
2: Are they just bugs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you,
3: you don't need to specify that in every story <laughs> I've always considered basketball no, A it, kind of superpower no,
6: Oh wait does no, that listen, mean all the stories execs,
2: I, I know you want to put money into this But I have to warn you They are not superheroes no, All they the are other stories we've read cousins. so far
4: Fucking Jack the teenager it Turns out he was a superhero
2: They
1: are underdogs Desiring to fit in They learn wait, the I thought value you said that of they're family. not superheroes Teamwork good sportsmanship so. and perseverance never give never ever give up so i don't so if, okay, I, if they're not
0: heroes and they don't up is it like a are they like joker is it like jo- cuz he's not i'm still stuck on that one folks this woman well, had
6: maybe a PhD. you'll understand
1: maybe you'll understand a little better when i you know uh introduce myself a little more what? hi i'm clara Holy shit. Wait, di- Sorry, hey I read i'm clara ahead. hold on I'm Clara Denise West, Ph.D. Also, Charlotte Jamil Macklin's here. But I'm doing the talking. Me, Clara. West is the creator of the Coco and Friends Anthropomorphic Characters and Products Line, semicolon, the pre-K-212 Coco and Friends anti-bullying program, and the <laughs> last straw You Can't Break Me campaign.
3: 17 years old and you're learning about bullying from Coco the Bug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Coco and Friends project has a social social message that is universal across all cultures and socioeconomic classes. What does universal mean?
2: I don't understand how you can make a message about classes irrelevant to all socioeconomic classes.
1: That yeah, that's right. You can't because I did. the The characters <laughs> are representative of a ty- of typical twenty first century youth. Who learn life lessons through their daily experiences and new adventures. The young bug. this is still about me. The (laughs) bugs learn character-building principles and values as well as develop lifelong decision-making skills. West is the author of Coco and Friends Born to Play Destined to Win Coco and Friends Friends? Oh, really? The Family That Plays Together Stays Together and Standing Strong. She is the creator of the Coco Inference anti-bullying program and a co-developer of the Wise of Law and Orders curriculum. Dong-dong. She is also, yeah, it's, it's me, it's, it's, it's Dr. Clara West and Dick Wolf. It's both of us. She is also the creative force behind the Checkup, Check This Out, and Checkpoint series for elementary school students. Uh, the, the Reality Check Teens copyright booklets. For middle and high school students, gangs, gun violence, teen pregnancy for guys, teen pregnancy for girls, dating violence for victims, dating violence for abusers, the 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 race talk, racial profiling, sexting and sextortion, uh, comma semicolon and risky sexual behaviors. That's
2: who These bugs I am. get up to some shit. Damn. <laughs> come on. What? Coco has a lot a to pamphlet learn. about sexting. From bugs that aren't anything except
1: bugs. You can't talk about that. It's (laughs) copyrighted.
3: Anyway, Coco and Friends is born to play Dustin to win is 100% five star ratings on Amazon. You can Yeah, it's a published book.
2: Out of how many reviews?
3: (laughs) Five out of five. All five. Millions. Everything's a five. Right.
2: right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, (laughs) ultimately, it's about saving lives.
2: Hey Chai. No ratings on Goodreads. Yeah, I have another story to talk about. Yeah, please, please. Oh,
1: uh, no, how sorry, did wrong you um, reach the world.
2: My name is Margarita Andriva and my story is Female Festival Logline.
1: Empathy okay, before series. you before you okay, before you get completely started, I do want to point out. Now, uh, Mar- Margarita Andriva is uh, uh, who is you? Yeah. is one of the authors of this book. There That's is right. The other author, one's the master Right, the second one is that uh, there's another author who will take over partway through this, so Chai, with that in mind, please go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah, well that's just how it works in the book by Bulgakov, anyway. Mm-hmm. Dehumanizers! <laughs> nice. Dehumanized! Fucking finally! The show is a primetime half-hour crime mystery about the abuse survivors who strive to criminalize Yay. the lacking in empathy and Oh. In the world of Cluster B and unsafe leaders facing the rise of global narcissism and rape culture. Okay. So, Frank, do you want to explain what Cluster B is?
0: I don't know what Cluster oh, B is. Oh, it's a
2: psychology thing. It's a kind of psychopath.
0: Oh, I do kind of. Yes, I do. Okay. But I'm not enough to explain it. Yes. Yeah, it's just it.
2: all yeah. the personality disorders that are about, like, thinking that other yes. people are ants and that you deserve to rule the world so right oh, well uh, so actually if
1: you're ants you're better than everybody else we learned that from Coco.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> at
3: least at basketball <laughs> yeah 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 right well of
2: course ants well they can carry so much more than their weight right so uh t- t- how are we
1: going to how are we going to deal with this lacking in empathy through criminalization of? so of here's
2: things? the log line for the pilot at least and so okay. i've distributed to all of you at this meeting a a little booklet with the the pilot like bound yeah i'm
1: not reading it please just explain it to me
2: yeah the heart the brain and the empath prey on the random narcissistic individuals to beta test the empathy activator there you go bam that says everything
4: are those characters or concepts
2: yes (laughs) oh hell yeah (laughs) um so Okay, well that's all like academic or whatever, but you wanna know what it feels <laughs> like. It's like Mr. Robot meets big little lies and they throw a party with minority report.
6: Okay.
5: <laughs> Don't invite minority. Can report Sonic to the
3: Hedgehog come to the party? <laughs> oh Sonic
5: the <laughs> Hedgehog is always gonna be at the Bring party. it in, guys.
2: <laughs> 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 um, so writer biography, my name is Margarita Andriva, comma Anthony Giambertone. Oh. Um, but my name is Margarita Andreeva.
6: Uh-huh.
2: I graduated from Ural Federal University with a degree in management.
6: Probably sensitive oh, yoga
2: classes teacher since twenty eighteen. Survivor. Mental health blogger. Oh you
1: survived a mental health blog. That's that's pretty No, exactly.
2: that's not what that means. Studies oh, it's not? No, it means she uh likes Keep the going. Mo- likes the T V show. <laughs> studied screenwriting through self-education reading produced screenplays pilots and episodes and taking Shonda Rhimes' and Aaron Sorkin's workshops at masterclass yes.
3: oh wow learning it's
4: from the best Aaron or?
3: Sorkin uh, I think you're gonna want my screenplay I watched some YouTube videos <laughs> Mr.
4: Sorkin how do people talk
3: I paid for them and everything
1: Oh, hey, Ironicus, uh, I think we're going to learn a little bit more about Anthony Jambertoni. Jamb- uh, uh, Two HBO guys at the HBO Access Writing Fellowship. Wait, okay, that's an interesting okay. way to start, but cool.
3: Consider hiring Anthony Jambertoni to write promo wait. materials. Sorry, what? Consider wait, so hiring. His name is
2: Tony Tony? Consider
3: hiring Big Hell Tone yeah. to write promo materials <laughs> and reviews for Game of Thrones. Oh, what? He's what? a really good writer and the number <laughs> one fan of your show. Oh check
1: my out- God! What the fuck? We're high. No, we're hijacking the Margarita and Driva's biography. Fuck you, Margarita.
2: Like, like no, I I, I worked very hard on this. I I took masterclass. No, fuck you. Fuck
6: you.
3: <laughs> kind regards, Stars. Anyway, Anthony Jambertoni, a story. No, it's my my, my pitch. My life has largely been shaped (laughs) by stories. All about me. (laughs) One of my earliest memories of my childhood Uh in upstate Uh New York is of me and my brother sitting down to watch the original Star Wars trilogy with our grandfather. I'll never forget the moment when I first beheld the iconic black mask of Darth Vader and the terror and wonder that image instilled in me. I will also never forget the moment when my grandfather leaned over to me and said, now that is Luke Skywalker's father, but Luke doesn't know that yet. And my response was, who's Luke Skywalker? Your
5: grandfather (laughs) sucks. (laughs) (laughs)
3: grandpa you can't not talk for 15 minutes of a movie
1: (laughs) no i need you to know that i know things
3: over the next few years i watched those vhs tapes so often they started whirring and smoking every time we fired them up and the answer to my quandary about luke skywalker became a simple one he is my favorite character in fiction
2: (laughs) sorry are we still in the pitch yes we are We're still on the spine of the pilot. (laughs) (laughs)
4: this is all all fits on a grain of rice this
3: this dude kicked down the elevator doors and started yelling
0: at the CEO's (laughs) face
1: margarita you done great my turn it
3: wasn't (laughs) until years later while i was furthering my education and trying to become a serious writer that i learned about joseph campbell's hero with a thousand faces and the
6: monomyth. campbell's theories helped (laughs) to
3: explain why luke's journey seemed to resonate with so many people myself
0: (laughs) included (laughs) you're such a good writer i can tell here's my
3: credentials i know
4: what the hero's journey
3: is it did not explain one mystery of my star wars fandom that seemed to set me apart from most other fans the empire strikes back wasn't my favorite star wars film in what? fact it was my least favorite of the original three. Oh my okay. god okay so
2: take your pants off i'm gonna suck your dick right now
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's under special skills <laughs> When I watch the film now, from a more educated vantage point, I can clearly uh-huh. see that it is the most well-made of Lucas's original I'm films. I'm so
1: interested. This is the best Blind Eddie I've ever been on. It's the best <laughs> written, best paced, most humorous,
3: has the best lightsaber fight, and yet there was something that didn't land for me. The film is oh, best no. known for one scene and one scene alone, one of the most iconic scenes in all of cinema, fuck you, Grandpa, the No-I-Am-Your-Father scene. uh uh-huh. When I look back at older views of Empire when it came out, it's clear Uh that the Revelation split fans down the middle, with many hating it, being in denial Uh of the validity of the statement by Vader. It's actually quite comparable.
6: It's yeah,
3: actually... it's actually quite comparable to the recent backlash concerning certain revelations in Ryan Johnson's *The Last Jedi*. Mm, yeah, oh, this, yeah, oh,
1: you're really no, it smart. Isn't.
3: <laughs> this scene never had the impact on me that it did on so many other Star Wars fans, and I can't yeah, find one reason why it didn't. Them. I already knew the twist because of my shit head. <laughs>
6: oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you took four paragraphs shit. to
3: get to that. I like not knowing the twist. Hire me, please. I was you... viewing the scene not through the lens of my favorite character, Luke, as audiences this were meant This is his
2: application to. to write reviews of Game of Thrones. Yes. But, <laughs> which, is, which is piggybacking on somebody else's
1: application and... to have their female festival logline accepted. Yes. that
0: I was going to say, this is all part of a, like, a series of female, like, it's the female festival series they did. Where a bunch uh, let of let female me tell you, you what I think of
5: Empire Strikes Back. back. Maybe they <laughs> were split glitzies on the cost laughing
3: It's free the first time. The first, yeah, uh, yeah. Instead of empathizing with Luke's anguish at finding out that his world was built on a lie, I was standing impatiently next to the dark Lord just waiting for him to d- decide what he was going to do.
6: Next. like, I wanna,
3: shit, I, wanna I submitted one. Now I. Oh, fuck. I need to get Anthony in on this. God damn it. <laughs> I,
2: I to learned an important lesson to then. submitted one logline and decided that that was such a good financial decision that they would pay to do it again. Yeah.
3: Well. She's done this at least twice. (laughs) (laughs) I learned an important lesson then. It's not just what you express to your audience, but how you express
1: it. I promise, I learned that lesson. I definitely understand that lesson Uh entirely. (laughs) It depends on how you express it to your audience. Do you express it through your storytelling, or do you express it through my grandfather?
3: All right, thanks, Anthony. I think that's going to do
4: it no, for no, us here. No, 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 no,
3: In the first episode of Game of Thrones, if Robert wrote in uh-huh. and Arya simply said, There's King Robert. He was betrothed to our aunt. It would not have had the same impact as it did. We saw Robert insist on visiting her in the what? crypts. We what? were able to yeah, see that's the season pain seven on and Med's faces, and we were told information what? about them through their natural conversation rather than an exposition dump.
2: That's not yeah, take that, Grandpa. media critique.
3: That's my father.
2: This so is why? Not media critique.
3: So why do I bring up all this in a bio?
2: Yeah, wow.
1: why? It's not a bio! <laughs> What now, this, it is
2: my submission?
1: Hold on now, there's an explanation here. What <laughs> is a
3: bio if not
1: an exposition dump? No, <laughs> what? Fuck you, guys. <laughs> Fuck you.
3: I can sit here and say I was born in Rochester, New York. I'm 29 years old. Oh, I've oh, been writing say. and developing my skills at analyzing stories for most of my life, and so on and so on. Oh my so god,
2: on. you were like born in New York? That's so rare. But Wait, in the, the end, f- it's about let me suck your dick
4: again,
0: and you've if... really aced the presentation, buddy.
4: <laughs> in the end, it's about presentation, specifically presenting for as long as possible. <laughs>
3: if you choose my partner and I for the
2: fellowship, oh, yes, you he's will my of boyfriend. course. You remember,
5: yes, the partner, of course, the partner from ten minutes ago, the boyfriend, <laughs> partner.
3: You will, of course, be privy to
1: all the boring details of my life. But okay, no thank boi- you
5: then.
3: Not
4: interested.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we choose you for the female fe- fellowship, we'll know all the details about your life.
3: We- I will tell you more about Star Wars. <laughs> but for the purposes of this bio, I chose to present myself some of my background with fiction and display a bit of my knowledge of Those story structure. Those are also structure. boring
2: details. <laughs> all in a more
3: palatable way that still shows nope. that I have the ability to string sentences together and boy do I <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you will consider us for this fellowship and if not then please choose someone even better oh, yeah that's the
2: idea if you Thanks can to husband. can I have the mess die again
1: <laughs> no
2: we're done I already. oh no he already sent it <laughs>
4: Oh my god! <laughs> like,
1: what the? Wow! You could. You don't have to. You could have written anything. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 I do. I do want to point out too that this guy's grandstanding totally overshadowed the fact that the original pitch was to criminalize people with social deficiencies. So,
2: I, I would like to say. For the record, that Margarita's pitch was one was nineteen words long, and <laughs> that Anthony's pitch—well, um, Google Docs doesn't want to let me select that much text at once. But
1: <laughs> I also it want was, to say uh,
2: seven hundred and twenty-nine words.
1: That wasn't his pitch. That oh
2: his... no, you're right. I'm sorry.
6: It
4: was his pitch for himself.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. There's a pitch. The pitch is both of theirs. Don't erase him from this okay so i've
4: got an idea we do a movie now let me tell you a little about me
0: (laughs) i do want to say margarita submitted one more log line to this website and there's two crucial differences between that one and this one uh one it is one sentence like a log line and two anthony's
4: not on it (laughs) (laughs) weird weird i wonder which one was submitted for free
0: The first, the one with Anthony was
2: first, so... Yeah.
6: <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
2: She's like, Anthony, this is fucking embarrassing.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love you, baby, but... You don't. Break up. I'll, you
1: break
5: I'll send up. you my half, and then you add your half, and you can just post it on the website. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, hey, Tuttle. Hello. Uh, I'm going to have Frank interview you.
5: <laughs> oh, he's oh, very dear. good at interviewing.
1: Mm, it's true. I... As you explain I'm your writing. video pitch for Blue Light by Andrew Fisk, TV pilot.
0: Uh, get to know the writer. What is your story about?
5: See, the main character, Michael Winders, has had visions of hmm. a comet made of blue light coming to Earth since he was 12 years old. Oh. He's also had visions of the monster it would bring with it. No, those are nightmares. No, no, it's visions. He knew his life would be intertwined with its arrival, and he became a scientist to prepare for its coming. Mm-hmm. When the fo- comet finally arrives, his obsession takes over his life and nearly ends it.
0: Well, uh why should people know this story?
5: the team of biological researchers that Michael belongs to recover the winged alien from a lake in Northern California
1: uh huh. what the winged yeah. alien whoa
5: well, uh,
6: huh.
1: that's that's a pretty good reason do you have any more reasons the,
5: these researchers they are diverse to say the least oh, dang. a religious fanatic like who has had conversations Ooh. with his computer that's uh, me An empath, a Holocaust survivor, a Russian defector. No takers on that one, huh? (laughs) (laughs) A Russian defector. That is not me. (laughs) (laughs) And a scientist who escaped a childhood of poverty and abuse.
3: Rock, paper, scissors for it?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Michael's obsession with the alien leads him to inject himself. With its DNA, oh, I'm always doing that. <laughs> okay. He slowly becomes the alien. Duh. And Michael almost disappears
2: into the alien. His transformation
5: mm-hmm. from human
2: to alien
5: is amazing to watch.
2: You're gonna love it. <laughs> well, it oh, fucking okay. better be. You're selling the whole movie on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't interested in this, but now that you've told me, it's going to be amazing. Well, <laughs> all right.
4: Still confused how this relates to the comet, but
6: sure.
5: The universe has somehow selected him to help the alien accomplish its mission.
1: Yeah, he's so special. But
5: is the alien benign or evil?
2: <laughs> well, if it was evil, then the alien would select him, right? So
4: maybe the universe yeah. is evil. Ooh. Oh. Hmm
0: this story has a lot going for it I, I guess this is a Thanks, template people, this is a terrible template
1: <laughs> Look, you uh, use what, this what's wrong with the questions why should people know this story what? and this story has a lot going for it how would you describe it in two words <laughs> yeah the,
4: Yeah, I take it back George did not write these questions
0: <laughs> no well, I really thought he must have because they were so bad oh. but apparently this is a
1: template a lot of hey, people hey split the difference George wrote it, and the site loved it so much they made it the template. <laughs> <Nice.
4: laughs> Templatepitches dot com.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, it says here on my script that this story has a lot going for it. How <laughs> would you describe this story in two words?
5: Lost love. Parentheses. What? Found again.
1: Oh, okay. No, that's cheating. <laughs>
5: Come on. That's actually four words. But two of them. That's
1: four words. Also, lost what? love? Where did that come up? No way.
4: I'm gonna fuck this comet.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this alien.
5: This... I'm gonna fuck this alien comet. I wanna be clear here. The alien wants like his like body
4: so he can fuck the comet.
5: It sounds like I'm commentating on what I just read. This is in the text. Okay, that's actually four words, but two of them are in parentheses. My
3: story cannot be contained To two words I'm not only a writer I'm a mathematician
1: (laughs) By the the laws By the laws of parentheticals You are correct We can't hold that against you
0: (laughs) That's why I put That's why I put an entire script in my logline In parentheses
5: (laughs) (laughs) Suckers
0: What movie have you seen the most in your life?
5: Blade Runner (laughs) <laughs> cool. Followed closely by Forrest Gump, and American Graffiti. What? Okay, so you you watch movies. I realized there are very few. Yeah, so you had three
2: phases in your life. Yeah, you're right. This contributes nothing. <laughs>
0: uh, how long have? Again, just don't use this fucking template. If there's no, whatever. Anyways, I mean, you keep using this template. I'm the template man. How long have you been working on this
6: story?
5: <laughs> A number of months. It only seems like forever. This story started out as a feature <laughs> to film, me. but I realized there was too much material for two hours of screen time. That's why you edited it!
0: Oh no. So it's I, too good for movie. So
5: I restructured <laughs> sure. it as a 12-episode limited series and included more backstory on the main characters.
1: I mean, this guy's just doing what Netflix does. Yeah. I mean, this is,
4: again, this is a fucking Snyder Cut.
1: How many stories have you written?
5: I've written six feature-length screenplays, a dozen short films, and two TV wow. series. It only seems like forever.
6: What? what?
0: what? <laughs> why did <laughs> you say
6: that
2: What?
0: Wait, I know it. He was filling things in, and he wrote that, and then, like, wrote How more it before yeah. it. Yeah, and he didn't realize it was still there, right? Because <laughs> why would you repeat
1: it only seems like uh, forever. Uh, uh, no, here's I an think alternate I think explanation. like
2: being like, yeah, I've written a bunch of shit, but actually not in that hey, much time. I
1: mean, yeah, uh, Frank, alternate explanation. It only seems like forever. It seems like. Maybe it just It only those seems, like seems like forever. It only seems like forever. It only
0: seems like forever. It only seems like
1: forever. Alright, we're going to skip on down a little bit here. If we can scroll down to page 17. Uh, first, Frank. Will you explain to us this uh, this uh, short pitch on this novel, the uphill the uphill hike? The uphill hike by Teresa Contova.
6: Hmm.
0: It is about a pen. What in the? Fu- I don't know this word.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Pen- Pentamorous? What's wrong?
0: Pentamorous. I've never heard that word. Before. Oh, that's
2: when you have more than one girlfriend. <laughs> it's
4: when
0: you have that's
3: exactly you- four girlfriends,
2: <laughs> exactly.
4: no more, no less. <laughs> it apparently means uh, consisting of five parts.
0: Okay. Well, oh, to it. say. What a stupid word. It is about pentamerous children's. Uh, it's group.
4: actually a smart word. Like you're just... you're pitching this to the to the fucking executives and they're just like your use of a big word has been noted. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was on my word of the day calendar, so. Um it is about a pentamerous children's group who decided to take a common uphill hike behind their hometown the adventure changes into a weird experience when the children realize that from a certain moment of their trip the length of the hill above them and the length of the hill below them remain the same long uh,
3: mm, yes the same this, long
1: wait, wait hold on oh my god we're halfway up <laughs> oh man so pentamerus that wait, same long well you see that but it
0: remains the same long whether they walk or stand
1: <laughs> we're approximately
4: wait. halfway up I mean, I would imagine that the distance is not changing when they're standing still. Yeah,
1: <laughs> isn't this just a Dr. Seuss book? Yes, that would explain <laughs> the free
0: word. Um, they start experiencing many wonderful affairs. Okay, okay. No,
1: nope. hey, baby, they're uh, they are oh, so... children. They are no, children. yeah, no. We've oh. all read our. We've all read our Stephen King.
3: Mm-hmm. Now oh. that was Pentamorous. There were five of them.
1: Yeah. Oh boy. They start experiencing
0: many wonderful affairs and facing many obstacles, which are mystic and miraculous. They learn a lot about themselves and their families.
1: Well, I would hope- uh, we gotta do something, they're stuck on a hill.
0: (laughs) Many secrets are revealed, many blocks are broken, I assume Mario style with their heads.
4: (laughs) I mean, it's the same as Mario going up the stairs.
0: Oh oh my god, this whole movie is. Oh
1: (laughs) my god. They don't have enough stars. They don't have enough stars.
0: (laughs) Okay, obviously, the movie ends with them turning around and jumping backwards. (laughs) Uh, And many mistakes are corrected, I guess, in my script. (laughs) (laughs) In in order to walk the same length. Okay. Ooh. New sentence. In order to walk down the hill, back home. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but what is their home? And where are their families? That's what a good uh, question?
2: I wish you had answered it.
0: I think at the bottom of the hill.
2: <laughs> or the top.
0: What happened in their hometown has much to do with what happened on the hill.
1: What not?
2: Genre young moving? adults' fantasy
3: tales from the loop season two coming soon
2: (laughs) so this children's group in the pentameron they're like hiding from the black death and telling each other stories right
0: i haven't written i haven't written it yet so i don't know the answer to these questions (laughs) i'm hoping i can figure it out if you say yes yes Oh, okay. Uh, it was aliens.
2: Dope. Oh.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: They were all aliens. Thank you.
5: Well, they became aliens.
0: Yes, it's going to be amazing.
5: All right.
1: Now, positive stress. Uh-huh. I, uh, I think that you have a very important story to tell us about.
4: That's right.
1: And uh, I think... Oh, this is a different... Uh-huh. I'm going to interview you. Uh-oh.
4: Okay. It's an honor.
1: I'm going to interview you, Jennifer Lang.
4: Uh-huh. I'm Jennifer Lang.
1: Yeah, tell me about your pitch. Give me your pitch here.
4: Sure. Uh, for more information, go to the WBconfession.com.
1: All right, I will. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You're supposed to tell me yourself. Now, get going, you goof.
4: Okay, let me tell you about the Whistleblower's Confession.
2: I'd love it if you did.
4: For more information, go to the com. Oh, whoa,
2: holy shit. This website is fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah?
5: <laughs> Click. Oh. Go ahead.
1: I think we'll discover some of this if we continue through the pitch okay,
4: now. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, if, if you scroll down, you might notice that there are a lot of words in this pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey there. So, uh, hey, hey, Jennifer Lang, let's get to know you, let's get to know you. Sure, well, sure, sure, What is your story about?
4: Well, The Whistleblower's Confession is about an investigative reporter named Kelly Anderson, who uh-huh. after the death of her aunt to cancer, sees a news report on TV that discusses how cancer, autism, obesity, diabetes are all up more and oh. more every year.
1: Uh, well, that can't be a coincidence. Just and
4: rather than just accept it, she starts to question why. She starts to investigate, and the more she uncovers, the more danger she and the people around her are in.
2: That's how danger works. Wow. 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 Wow, I'm...
1: Wow, uh... Well, I gotta ask, uh... Wh- why should people know about yourself and your story?
4: People should know about me and my story because it affects them and their children. I, oh, like most children? Americans, never heard of genetically modified foods. What are they? I think we have a naive sense that if it's bad, the government will do something about it. Oh well, Problem we did it is, until twenty twenty. Uh, as we recently saw last month, Congress voted against transparent GMO labeling. <laughs> <laughs> Our elected officials vote to protect the rights of big corporations and not the people who elected
2: them, and that has to what? stop.
1: What? What? Oh my God!
2: You're telling yeah. me that there's corruption in politics?
1: I wouldn't have known if it weren't for this story.
0: Like most Americans, I trust our government.
4: And the key (laughs) issue is transparent GMO labeling.
1: How long have you been writing stories? Five years. Oh. Well, uh, what movie- It feels like forever, though. What movie have you seen the most in your life?
4: Jason Bourne, The Bourne Identity.
1: (laughs) Oh.
2: (laughs) That's so funny that someone who believes in fake conspiracies loves the movie about a fake conspiracy. That's
1: good. Hmm. I don't see any. I don't see any connection there. Hey. Uh. Well, who would you like to collaborate with on on a creative project?
4: Gwyneth Paltrow. Being that she uh, recently uh, went to Capitol Hill to push for mandatory labeling of foods made with genetic- genetically modified ingredients or GMOs, I'd love for her to be Kelly in the movie. Genetically
1: modified ingredients or GMOs. That's mm-hmm. what the acronym stands yep. for, folks.
4: Genetically modified ingredients. <laughs>
1: How many stories/slash screenplays have you written?
4: This is my first published book, and this will be my first of many uh-huh. screenplays.
5: You
1: don't know that. Oh wow! Well, what motivated you to write this story?
4: I used to live in New York, and one night I received a phone call advising me that my mom was very sick and being rushed to the hospital. I left New York and returned back to Arkansas. As uh-huh, I assumed okay. the duties of being her caregiver, I noticed that there were times where she would be sitting there with tears in her eyes and clenched fists. She I was in, why? she was in severe pain From and trying cancer? to bear it on her own.
1: Oh, that's
6: so. Strange.
4: So we started documenting everything she ate and Holy drank. Holy shit! As long as she ate meat and vegetables, there was no pain. Then I discovered that the pain returned. <gasps> Once she eat something that had GMOs in it,
1: With meat not and vegetables meat or dark. vegetables.
4: Yeah. So but. I paid utmost attention to what I purchased until one day I bought black oh. pepper in a hurry.
1: Oh, say it ain't so.
4: Got it home, prepared dinner, and here oh. come the tears again. Oh no! I became. Why would an old
1: woman? Why would an old, sickly, cancer-ridden woman who has been eating? extremely bland food suddenly tear up to pepper
4: i became angry over what should have been the simplest thing to buy that it was laden with gmo filler <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't even think pepper is
5: genetically modified like i don't No. i don't like... know if pepper could be
0: the most genetically modified stuff is plants like hey hey now hey well,
1: now she's the plant. one who it's bought it in a hurry but... this, is yeah, but... this is the only thing it could have been This is the only thing it could have been Please continue. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about these people. Please continue. When she was eating meat and
0: vegetables, she was fine. And then when I fed her a whole bag of Oreos, she suddenly (laughs) felt terrible.
4: (laughs) Then when I made her eat an entire shaker of pepper. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, I wanted to try and educate people in an entertaining and thought-provoking way. Because (laughs) people are going through serious battles that can all be conquered with knowledge and change.
1: Mm -hmm. Hmm. I see. Yes, yes. Well, uh, describe your process. Do you have a set routine? Method for writing?
4: Eh, not really. I see scenes in my head and write them down before I forget them. (laughs) Oh, good. Then, when the time is right, I pull everything together.
1: Alright, uh, apart from writing, what else are you passionate about?
4: Singing. Oh. I have my own independent record label, HTTP Mm -hmm. colon slash slash www.jenniferlangmusic.com
2: Warning! Potential security risk ahead. Firefox detected a potential security threat.
4: Oh god, they've been putting GMOs in the website.
5: That's what Firefox wants you to think. Firefox is pro-GMO. So,
4: as I think about the screenplay, I think about the movie's soundtrack.
1: (laughs) Good. What influenced you to have your story made into a video pitch?
4: I think that having a video pitch done is a great way of getting the story and the book in front of people to help build buzz for the movie.
6: Hmm. Mm, what? Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. The movie. The movie. Making the movie is a great way to get people to care about the movie.
1: Chrome does not also does not like it. Oh yeah, no, it did not load for me. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm in. Maybe you guys oh. have genetically modified browsers. <laughs>
1: Uh, any advice or tips you'd like to pass on to other writers?
4: At heart, writers are creative people. So I would say write from your heart. Write to effect and to effect. So that what pushes... Oh, fucking clever. hell. Damn. Write to affect and to effect. So that what pushes and motivates you can be a blessing to other people. Also, don't need GMOs. Namaste.
1: <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> All right, uh...
0: Hmm. Oh, I did learn from her music website that she's a 401k rollover expert.
4: <laughs> Great.
2: <laughs> oh. She has a Wait, it says real quick.
0: In the middle of her music thing, it says sponsor ad and then there's an ad for her own independent wealth planner. What? Strategies?
4: What? All right, everyone. Let's take a little break for me to talk what? about me. <laughs>
1: Oh, she's got a podcast. <laughs> oh, cool. you don't say.
0: Have... Uh, the podcast doesn't load, but that's probably Apple's fault. Uh, we should have our own.
1: Yeah, Jennifer, uh, come yeah. on, come on. Yeah, the pod. Well, you know what? Hey, guess yeah, come on, on. Don't actually do that. No. We will. If you contact us, we will. Uh, we will politely tell you that we're not going to engage with you. Yes.
4: and then we will eat GMOs and love it.
2: That's so true.
0: I'm eating a GMO right now. Mm, oh God,
6: Frank! <sighs> I, Frank, no! Well, everybody, we did
1: put the mature tag on this podcast, so. Uh... <laughs> hey, Frank. That's me. Real quick, I would like you make a, you to make a choice because I only want us to read two more things tonight. Okay. But one of those things will it be Aunt Suki and me, the sordid tale of a scandalous Southern belle by Michael Scott Garvin, or? Pagan Flames, a novel by Vanessa Somers. Somers.
0: I mean, I love the potential for accents the first one gives me, but I love the potential for McGick the second one gives me, so I'm going to have to go with that.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, hi. I'm Vanessa Somers. Vanessa Somers.
3: <laughs> you you just rolled roll them both together? Both are high points? Is, is that the idea?
1: Well. Oh. <laughs> You say that like I can maintain an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um... Okay, well, I'll start the <laughs> uh, Get to know your writer, Vanessa Summers. Now, what is your story about? Well, Arch wizard, Fairy Prince recruits an underconfident young orphan girl for training in shape-shifting, time travel, quantum mastery, all to turn her into a super-hero who travels through time, oh, saving lives and bringing evil to its knees.
2: I think that'll make fifty billion dollars.
1: You're right. You're right. In, you know, just to sweeten the video, why should people know about myself? Actually, oh, sorry, Frank. You should be interviewing me.
0: Yes, I'm the I'm the interview man. This is my job. Get
1: out of here. Get of the books. <laughs> <clears throat> oh,
0: why should people know about yourself and your story?
1: Oh, the story, in large part, is based on a past-life reading I gave once to a young woman several years ago. What? You're the psychic? Huh?
4: Now, surely you don't have the rights to somebody else's past life.
1: Mm, I think that she needed me to tell her about this. You do if you made it up yourself. Who's the real owner?
6: (laughs) I guess that's true.
1: (sighs) I never forgot the reading. It was so unusual and vivid. This young woman had been a psychic master of some sort in a past life and was able to shape, shift, take on the form of animals at will, including eagles and wolves. Oh, like animals. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, in case you didn't know what an animal was. I have been giving past live readings for years, but never experienced a channeling at all like this one. I never forgot it. I may have said that before, but I always wanted to write about it and about an imaginary girl like her. Imaginary girl like the real girl that I gave a past life reading of. Yeah, she's legally <laughs>
6: distinct for um, royalties related <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love the idea that you make this into a movie and then this person like sues you and you're like fuck, do I admit that I made it up to begin with or... <laughs> Which reputation do I want book, to protect?
1: That book is pagan flames. Of course, the personal details of the actual reading are sacred, and are not included in the book. Duh. But the shapeshifting was the most wonderful thing to channel. Unforgettable. Would you please describe to the court if
0: you could take on the shape of any animal, even an eagle or a wolf?
6: Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'd like to exercise my Fifth Amendment right to not shapeshift. <laughs>
0: What movie have you seen the most in your life?
1: Oh, simple. How to Train Your Dragon Eye. <laughs> and also You've Got Mail. This is my wife.
3: My <laughs> wife wrote this. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm married to Vanessa Summers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know she, I didn't know she frequently watched How to Train Your Dragon Eye.
3: <laughs> all, the, all the time, actually. All the time.
0: <laughs> Who would you like to collaborate with on a creative project?
1: Oh, Steven Spielberg, but I don't know much about Hollywood and its major personas. I just know his Wait, name like well, everyone fuck knows you. his name.
4: <laughs> I don't know, Steven Spielberg, I guess, he's famous, right? <laughs> fuck, I don't know. I
1: want to collaborate with somebody whose name I know. Why are you could asking you know... me,
4: Jesus?
0: <laughs> it didn't have to be a movie guy, like, you could have named yeah. anybody. We're the just... most <laughs> important
3: thing I find in a collaborator is knowing their name and recognizing their face. <laughs> I find it makes the meetings go a lot smoother. <laughs>
0: Steven Spielberg is just like, man, it's so nice that she knew my name. I just said yes immediately.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I guess Gandhi. You know, what I found refreshing was she wanted me for me.
5: <laughs> just don't pick that question. Yeah. You're picking like nine other questions. Just skip that one.
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> what well, the interviewer you... picks the questions. Yes. I'm picking the questions here. Excuse me. What motivated you to write this story?
1: As mentioned above in question two, I had a personal experience with channeling a past life to a young woman a <laughs> few years ago, and being able to take on animal form at will was part of that you reading. You fucking dullard. It was something I never forgot. Very vivid and exciting to channel this information for her. Next.
2: That- apparently I forgot it.
4: <laughs> and no, I will not go back to question two and trim that part out. <laughs>
0: Describe your process. Do you have a set routine, method for writing?
6: Oh, God, well, please I do tell. I get an
1: idea, as I suppose all authors do. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose that... so. <laughs> I get that little excited feeling in the core of my body, and my brain starts tearing along behind my nervous system. What the fuck are you talking about? What? <laughs> the excitement builds. If I'm sitting getting my hair done or on a bus or something, I start thinking how I could write about it. Are
2: you spending more time sitting down getting your hair done than you're spending sitting down on a bus?
1: Then I sit down soon as I get home and my computer and pound a, out a few lines so I make sure I remember what I thought about.
3: Stephen King also did his best work after pounding out a few lines, so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, and that's what makes me remember things. In fact, Obviously. I think
4: I'd really like to collaborate with Stephen King on Second
1: Thought. <laughs> that's the name I know. Stephen someone.
5: Sodheim. He's, he's available. Fuck. All the Stevens.
1: Then next day or so, I spend some time fiddling around with that with it at my computer. It kind of slowly knits together, then some of it doesn't work or it's too complicated, and over a period of months I pull a decent story together. But all ideas an author has only suit a certain niche of the population, of course. Yes, of course.
0: Apart from writing, what else are you passionate
1: about? Animal protection! Even
0: eagles and wolves? (laughs) Even,
1: especially eagles and wolves. Condoms for all the
3: eagles, all the wolves.
1: (laughs) Eat trees and having nature cats in a town-building program. So there are always trees everywhere, no matter the kind of building project is going on! Uh, I'm not finished yet! I'm not finished yet, you animal hater! What a difference it makes to a community! Incredible! Especially in this time of climate change, when everyone is too hot and looking for shade! I mean...
2: Well... uh, Cut down all the trees? Guess what?
1: No shade. It's a really uh,
2: weird way to say that you like public parks
4: <laughs> Global warming is because there's no shade because they keep cutting down
1: trees <laughs> No shade, worst thing, heat is a killer Animals, trees, local newspapers, very important, important <laughs> local paper, and fitness I love working out Heat kills local newspapers and fitness? Yeah. That's right, it does
2: Having to review that Melissa McCarthy vehicle? Boy, no one wanted to
6: read that
1: issue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're gonna end here with one final video pitch from writer Paul Coricelli. Hey, Toddle. Hello, Shell. Would you please tell us about Inked in Blood? Oh, I would love
5: to tell you about
1: Inked in Blood! Yeah. Hey, uh, Frank, uh, do your thing.
0: Yes. Uh, all of you got out of the interview booth. Scott. Get to know Sorry. writer Paul Coricelli. What is your story about?
5: Inked in Blood is a gritty horror <laughs> screenplay about a tortured, tattooed young albino named Aesop Corals. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> <Okay. shut it. laughs> Aesop! Lady Love dies, find out if Aesop Quarles is part of the plot! Changing my Steam name.
3: Aesop Quarles is my favorite Gundam protagonist. (laughs) That's
2: that rapper who talks really fast. Oh,
1: yes.
5: 17 years after escaping from a living hell, he has returned to the town he ran away from as a child to exact his revenge on all those who wronged him. One by one, Uh, he will make them pay. Not only to mend the shattered pieces of his own life, but for his mother's suffering as well.
1: Wait, you left your... huh?
5: (laughs) Who are you running from? Past horrors begin to unfold as he embarks on a twisting trail of carnage that will ultimately lead to Aesop facing the one man responsible for their suffering. His father... In the process, he will uncover a hidden family secret that threatens to tear him apart.
1: Oh no!
0: <laughs> Unlike his past! Oh, we've worded this question a little differently this time. Why should people know about yourself and your story? <laughs> Why
4: should
3: people know about
4: you? What's your deal? Let me, let me just insert a couple <laughs> words here.
1: Let me just, let me just, hold on, hold on. My friend's submitting a log line. I'll just go put my, I'll put my answer to this
4: question. <laughs> hey, so when I first watched Star Wars, uh, my grandpa.
5: <laughs> Inked and in Blood won the 2014 Table Read My Screenplay Contest, Park City Horror Category.
6: Ooh. Wow. Ooh. That's great.
5: I have been working in the film industry for 20 years. Unfortunately, not as a writer.
2: So do you drive the trucks Or are you an
5: extra (laughs) I have learned a great deal About filmmaking in the process
1: Mm, I'm sure
3: I know which end of the camera You point at the thing
1: And I know which end of the script You read
5: My protagonist is an anti-hero But he's not just a cold-blooded killer He kills to write. Phoenix The wrongs done to himself, and the only other person who ever loved him,
2: and the wrongs done to that person, or he kills to right that person. I
4: found him on IMDb. He does (laughs) costume design.
2: Nice. Well, well. those guys don't come anywhere near a fucking camera.
4: So, but he did it for twenty years. He was key costumer on Captain America: The Winter Soldier.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he probably spent. 400 hours of like work time sewing roses to like a, a piece of cloth
5: that shit is crazy he does however have a conscious and he knows <laughs> oh
3: my anti-hero is awake he's not woke <laughs> but he is awake
1: that's a uh, damn
0: that is that's, that's a fresh new idea. I'm tired of all these anti-heroes in movies <laughs> just fucking being asleep the whole movie. It's Look, boring. Look, for far
2: too long, the bad guys in movies have all been pea zombies <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
1: I mean, you know, I've always thought it was great that they managed to tell great a good story and save a lot of money by making the main character get knocked out five minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> but like... I I mean, this is kind of an innovative idea. Imagine a
3: classic noir, right? The detective goes to danger, gets knocked out, and then he never wakes up in the chair.
1: (laughs) I haven't (laughs) seen
4: Sucker Punch, but I assume that's what it's about.
1: (laughs) He's just in the chair the whole rest of the movie. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Well, me too.
5: (laughs) He knows he will someday be accountable for his action. He struggles with his decisions, and whether he's justified in his actions. Mm. I think that makes him more human, more relatable. Wow, damn. It sounds
2: like he thinks he isn't justified in his actions.
5: Like the killing people? This story is very character-driven, and you'll meet quite a few interesting people along the way.
1: Oh good, because the people you described seem really boring.
0: What movie have you seen the most in your life?
5: Ooh, everybody get ready bet it's great the movie i've seen the most in my life would have to be the big lebowski i've lost track of how many times i've watched it
1: good Mm. Mm. Uh, also uh, a follow-up question what parts of the internet do you frequent (laughs) (laughs) who would you
0: like to collaborate with on a creative project
5: if i could collaborate with anyone it would have to be the Coen brothers or Quentin Tarantino.
6: Uh, Follow
1: up question repeated. What parts of the internet no, do you no, frequent? That's, that's not, you don't want to Quentin Oh, Oh, oh you're Quentin! Right. Quentin.
4: Cartoon Network's Quentin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a guy can dream. Hello.
0: It is me, Quentin Tarantino's.
2: He's got a magic watch that he can use to transform into different <laughs>
5: women's feet. <laughs> This is, this is the Belgian version of Quentin Tarantino. <laughs>
0: I wrote paint. Pulpy Fiction. <laughs> How many stories or screenplays have you written?
5: I've written six screenplays and two shorts.
1: Oh, and yet you're not a writer yet. I Here. also
5: have several ideas in the works.
1: Oh. Guys... that
5: adds nothing! Yeah, <laughs>
0: everybody needs to stop saying that. Yeah. Like... <laughs>
1: You're right, because this guy said it so truthfully that it, it's just mm-hmm. no one else will ever be able to say it.
0: That is what I meant. What motivated you to write this story?
1: I started this
5: screenplay for two reasons. While working on a TV show, a few crew members and aspiring writers decided uh. to have a writing contest amongst themselves. Uh. And the subject had to be a thriller or horror.
2: Jason, I'm not getting lunch with you anymore.
5: <laughs> After getting in on the action and struggling to come up with a story idea, I had a clear vision, if you will. Oh fuck I you. won't of a scene that takes place in a diner where my protagonist is sitting with the girl who tormented him in grade school. Things quickly hmm. escalate.
6: Hmm.
1: Ah, hmm. What parts of the internet do you frequent again?
3: That's some of that Quentin Tarantino uh, influence right
1: there. (laughs) Ooh. Boy. Huh. So extra credit. What did you learn this evening?
4: I learned what a logline is, as all of these people should.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I learned the word pentamorous. Hmm. Yeah, I actually. did a little
3: research, and it seems this is the only website Harvey Weinstein is allowed to look at. Oh. <laughs> I think it's part of the punishment? I don't know.
1: Uh, it, seems like a, it seems like a kind of a, a two-way punishment there.
0: <laughs> uh, I learned Anthony's hair is fucking ridiculous.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I learned that it, Italians are very very upset at the notion that you might think that the sword in the stone the authentic sword in the stone is from anywhere but italy
4: (laughs) i could
0: have guessed that one you know what i like about this
4: website (laughs) you know like i'm thinking about like wattpad because wattpad they they have their whole thing that's like oh if you if you put your book here a publisher might find it so they like they like tell you like look at all these books that have been published from wattpad This fucking website doesn't even pretend that anyone has ever had anything picked up from this website.
1: And yet people still pay for it! That's
5: the thing, is they actually do manage to sell people on this. They get people people to pay to put their ideas here. They
1: get one free, they blow that on their friend, and then they have to do another one for themselves.
2: So I can, I can speak to that, actually. Um, when I was doing audiobook narration and stuff like that, apparently um, Amazon was, like, really messaging all of the audiobook, like, all of the Kindle porn writers uh-huh. to tell them, hey, if you also have an audiobook available through, like, Kindle Plus or whatever it's fucking called, then... You'll make 27 or like 53% more money. And so all of these fucking like porn writers looked for people to make audiobooks that no one ever bought. I recorded eight porno mm-hmm. audiobooks with zero sales. It was ridiculous. Uh, Anything good in there? Amazon's telling them to do this. To do this?
5: Yeah! Yeah, this specifically. <laughs> yes! I
3: think this website just shows uh, how people want to be in the movies. People want to mm-hmm. make things, and, and they want to find anything that looks like a line to the people that can do it. Like a, a friend of mine mm-hmm. right. had a podcast whose name was a pun on Hollywood. People wrote their request line not to tell them like what movies they wanted featured. They thought they were writing Hollywood and oh. and telling like him oh, their problems with what movies are lately
0: god it's like that time when the top google result for facebook was briefly a news article about facebook and everyone thought it was the new facebook what <laughs> that happened that may be too long a story to tell in the wrap up of a podcast but folks google it it's a great story <laughs>
5: Yeah, I
4: mean, this website, It does. there's not even, like, I'm just looking at the website. They don't even have, like, a fucking logo or a banner. Like, I assume that literally everybody who has found their, themselves on this fucking WordPress blog it's literally Word just It's a WordPress blog.
2: Can we just stress that? It's a fucking yeah. WordPress blog. Yes, stress blog. is stressing that.
4: I'm stressing it right now, and I assume that every single person who submitted something here literally just Googled story pitches and found this website, and they were like, oh, this is where story pitches go. Got it.
1: <laughs> archived since 2017
4: if you look on the sidebar it says follow on twitter my tweets and then the link is to twitter.com slash twitter.com slash matt toffolo
1: oh my god <laughs> so it is oh but <laughs> hmm this page doesn't exist
4: oh suspended interesting
0: oh wow Ah. Huh. Oh, so that's for, that might actually help explain something I have just found recently, which is that they held a Twitter short story festival where you have to write a 140, or, as Rule 4 says, they must be 140 or 280 characters or less.
2: Okay, well, come on. That's bullshit. That's the rule.
0: But uh, the fun thing about the Twitter short story thing is that you, do, you, you email it to them. It's not on Twitter. <laughs> it's just so they can what? turn around and post it on Twitter yeah no no they don't post it on twitter you you email the twitter short story to them and then if they like it they record a youtube video of someone reading it at no point does your twitter short story end up on twitter (laughs) i'm trying to find out who
4: this matt toffolo guy is but apparently there's a guy with the same name from yogs cast so this is not happening good luck that's not happening
2: yeah Um, storypitches.com wants to request access to my VR headset. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What?
6: And if you want to request access to my
1: VR headset, you should head on down to Ball Pit. That's (laughs) B-A-L-L-P dot I-T. But if you want more from us, you should head on down to T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. There you're going to find... A place to submit a screenplay, and we're going to change your life. Because we run on a WordPress blog format, too.
4: We are as qualified as story pitches to get your pitch in front of a Hollywood producer.
2: You will get your comment in front of dozens of hundreds of thousands of tens of eyes. Or
1: one or more. That's right. Uh, I will personally respond to it if you leave a comment that's just a plain text pasting of a screenplay that you've written half of.
2: Or the logline of. The Uh ten-page logline.
1: I mean, yeah, it'll be about the same length. Just
4: make sure you tell us about every time you've seen Star Wars.
1: That's right. Uh, that's the most important part. Okay. Uh, hey, tell a friend about us. Hey. I don't know. Bye. Bye.
4: Goodbye. Bye. I
6: went out on the balcony mm. and looked across the way. Some guy was shadow boxing. He looked like Sugar Ray. It's feeling dizzy. to swoon. Was it his punch or was it just your Hollywood perfume?
0: I may or may not have found a paper that Anthony Giambertone wrote. It might be someone else, but if Tony it's Tome. him, I hope it is. Giambertone's Al- Allegory of the Cave is the title of it. Oh, oh,
4: cool. He figured it out.
2: That sounds like our guy. Yeah. D- did his now, grandpa the tell fucking him you Allegory that... of the Cave? I'm about to blow your fucking mind. So I
3: was looking at these shadows on the cave wall, but, you know, I didn't know that it wasn't reality because all I've ever seen was shadows on the cave wall, and then my grandpa leaned over and he's like, those are shadows. (laughs) There's also real shit. Holy
0: shit. Using Plato's theory, one can apply his conclusions to their own personal caves, specifically the caves people construct for themselves inside their own homes. He's just talking about television, guys. That's not- a, that's not No, is it isn't. Plato's oh. allegory
3: of the man cave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to know Anthony's other paper on Academia.edu? Yes. It's a- it's a paper about how digital publishing is the future. Self-self-digital publishing is going to let creators do whatever they want.
4: That's so that's fucking so true, true, dude.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The digital revolution may still be in its infancy, but it's fast becoming the standard and will one day be the go-to method of consuming all forms of
3: media. Fuck, that's so that? true!
0: I base that because uh, I still read Penny Arcade. That's basically my citation. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was,
4: I was reading one of his Game of Thrones episode reviews, and he offered such uh, insightful observations as, Make no mistake, A Song of Ice and Fire is high fantasy.
2: Oh, huh. I'm so glad that you looked at those, because I will not. (laughs) I was
4: about to make a mistake, and now I won't.
3: I just love that they cite the uh, episode he's talking about, and nothing else. Why are there citations? (laughs) He He gave
4: one episode one out of one Hodor's penis.